Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about an article that I read um, a couple days ago. And then again, I went over, looked at it today. And it's about a police officer, a black police officer in Tampa, Florida, who was um, fired for, what, was he fired? I believe he was fired for using the N-word um, on on tape. I believe he was recording some, some kind of way he got recorded, because that, that's really not the focus, but some kind of way he got recorded uh, on, a, on a phone call using the n-word and it got out publicly and when he was being fired he told him that he'd use it a couple other times during arrests or stuff like that and he said what what he said in using it was uh he was on a phone call to to someone and he told them that they were talking about whose job was hard or whatever and i guess he told this person that my job is to make sure that ghetto niggas don't get stabbed or shot. And apart from the fact that it's an incredibly offensive and extremely problematic that he would say that as a black man, extremely, extremely, but that's a whole whole another set of uh Sheriff Clark issues. But um what what bothered me was my own response, and I, I won't even say it bothered me. Well, yeah, it did bother me because it, it made me, it caused me to act or react rather, and to look inwardly to find out what's what's the real root, as I often do, which I try to do. And what bothered me was thinking on police officers in general, and the immediate thought I had when you know listening to the story and knowing. That he got fired for saying the N-word, which was <laughs> a black man getting fired, a black police officer getting fired for saying the N-word. <laughs> As if it's the most egregious thing that a police officer could do and that they have to set an example of this individual. It made me immediately say... Man, F the police, dude. Like, completely. Like, F, F a man. And I remember a couple years back, I did a post about saying that I wasn't quite ready to say F the police. And that it was a bigger issue that I was um, really upset about. But it, it struck me as odd that that was my immediate, my immediate feeling in reading this article. That was my immediate feeling. Like, my gut, my gut feeling, my unprovoked response, my... Un, you know, unfiltered opinion was that, and and what um what I had to do was I I looked I'm like well that's 
is that accurate? Is that really how you feel? Do you feel that about each and every one in totality, in totality, I guess? In totality, do you feel that completely? And the answer is no. I feel it very strongly. But no, I do know uh, people who um, are officers that I, I don't have a problem with them personally. So them to put on a blue shirt or a badge doesn't change them in that regard. However, I do understand that some people do put on the blue outfit and badge and it does change them and how they approach people, people they don't know. But my real issue and my real beef is um, not the problematic stuff that he said, not even the hypocrisy in them arresting him and like, we're going to be tough on that. Like, stop it. Stop. We're going to be tough and can't say that word that's derogatory and, you know, it's a violent word, blah, 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 blah. Like, the hypocrisy in that is, is <laughs> again, another larger topic. But in examining myself, what I found was I don't necessarily hate the police. I hate that they are a part of a system that allows them to brutalize communities without checking itself. I hate that that there is no system of checks and balances that looks out for communities. Not just black people, not just uh, Spanish people, not just Asian people, not not um not just minorities, but it doesn't look out for poor people in general, or people who poor people and people who are not viewed as you know being equal to you know the majority, and. It bothers me because they are an arm of that that monster. They are the uh, I won't I don't I won't say they're the the right arm because I don't know if they're the power, but they are an arm of that monster, which does no good for humanity. And when you're allowed to continually terrorize neighborhoods and nobody nobody sees it's wrong like oh nope it was justified oh nope it was it was uh he had no other recourse or she had no other recourse she had to do it i think that 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 bothers me more than anything i'm bothered equally by the police as i'm bothered by district attorneys as i'm bothered by uh putting black officials up there when it's a egregious crime against black people to speak to kind of calm us down because look, he's black like you and he doesn't see wrong in what we did. So it must not be wrong. The, the pacification and the hypocrisy, I'm, I'm equally bothered by all of that. And I'm bothered that people are dying black, white, and other, and it's being deemed as, well, no, no harm, no, no harm was caused. So these people are dead and nobody, nobody's guilty of anything. This happens. Dumb luck. So it bothers me that it just read to that seeing that story that it just it just registered to me as so messed up. And I had to 
I had to analyze because I, I think to just say F something or I hate them is um is a response that should be investigated. So for me, it's not them, just them. It's the whole system that allows them to function in the manner that they do so negatively when they could be a force for good as they are in other communities. So it causes them to be, in my opinion, crippled. It causes them to be diseased in that they could be a healthy functioning part of society but in many cases and in many communities they are a blight they cause rifts they cause confrontations they escalate situations they are they're not to me they are not welcomed in many situations because they do more harm than good People are reluctant to give them a call because they do more harm than good. You'd rather just deal with the situation as it is than to evolve them and make it way worse. I think that too many times things are happening and nobody is checking them. So that's, it infuriates me because in the cases where people are, are killed, that should not be, that should be cause for great alarm. If in my everyday job, there were people who were killed, graveyard dead, there would be some investigation as to how the heck did this happen? And even if it was found out that, oh, it was an accident or, you know, there was nothing that could be done or no, no, no wrong was done by anyone involved, there would still be tons and tons and tons of checks and balances to make sure that that type of accident never, ever, ever happens again. And that's just in this industry. And I know that in almost any other industry, food industry, if one person was killed in the preparation of McDonald's fries at the factory level or at the store level, there would be national and international sweeping changes to how fries are prepared, how they are boxed, how they're manufactured, how they are shipped, how they are presented, all of that. All of that stuff will be evaluated. And some changes will be made. But when it comes to that 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 arm of the monster, nope. No harm. We're not not no investigation. We did well, we did our own investigation and we found no wrongdoing. We looked at ourselves and said, Yep, it's all good. And I think that's akin to studies that I saw, and this was years ago, studies that I saw that said Americans, while they don't rate number one in math and science anymore, we rate number one in believing that we are number one in math, science, and other uh, academic uh, academic uh, pursuits, or academic standings, rather. Uh, we're number one in believing that we are the best. Like, we're, we're number one, we, we believe. And I think that it's even goes to the statement that people were making that Barack Obama as a president was who we wanted to be, but Donald Trump is who we are. And I can't disagree with that as a nation collectively. And it's bothersome in regard to the police being that arm because it it's on, it's unchecked this diseased portion. And I, I, you know, I say, well, maybe it's, it's functioning as it's supposed to be. And that's, that's a 
a depressing thought, but I have to change my opinion on that because I do believe that laws and ordinances are not inherently racist or biased. They can't be. They're inanimate. But the people that enforce them and the people who who form them are. They are and they enforce them in a manner that is biased and it is enforced in a manner that is from a bias and in a manner that is from a racist perspective to to enforce this from a manner that is very, very uh, partial. And it's annoying. It's annoying, it's annoying, it's annoying. Because it feels like, what do you, what do you do? How do you, how do you fix this? And I was reading a book, The New Jim Crow, and how they were saying that in order to step from a legal standpoint, in order to establish racial bias, race has to be the um, primary factor in why a person was arrested or detained or uh, prosecuted in the manner that they were. It has to be the primary factor, it, which means that, you know, it can be a secondary factor. If you can find any other reason where your taillight was out and I hate you because you're black, but it's mostly for the taillight, then that's not bias. <laughs> like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous that in 2020, the state of Georgia was still voting on is lynching a hate crime <laughs> in 2020, just last year. And I don't even know the results of that. I don't know if it was, you know, if it was agreed upon or not. And I know federally it's still not, it's still not on the books across the board as a hate crime. Craziness, craziness, craziness. But the black man shouldn't say the N word. That's terrible. How could you, how could you say that? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's it's ridiculous. It's not funny, but it's laughable because it's so ridiculous. And I think I I could stomach, you know, we out here to serve them. I could stomach all the rhetoric and they're picking on us and don't making us seem like we're wrong. I could stomach that if there were real life consequences to real life American citizens being killed. When American citizens are being killed and you do your own investigation internally and you can never find nothing wrong with it. Surgeons, brain surgeons have to take out malpractice insurance because to protect themselves in the event that they make a mistake or that something was deemed a mistake that could point to them or to protect them in doing what they believe is the best. To protect them, I'm like, they have to have malpractice, brain surgeons. But you mean to tell me that police officers, nope, got it right. That was it. A black man shot dead in the field, shot in the back 14 times. Yep, that's that's par for the course. He ran and, you know, the bullet traveled and he spun around six times and that's how he got hit in the back. Case closed. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So... Black man in town. And then the part that gets me, and this, <laughs> the part that gets me is my feelings, notwithstanding on policing as a whole or the the organization. Black dude still, you know, hey, I'm, <laughs> I I don't I don't get it, and like he's not mad, he's not frustrated that at the fact that he's 
I know for a fact he's heard more than just himself use the N-word. Gotta be. I believe for a fact. How about that? Gotta be. But nope, you're the one being penalized. And how is the 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 person who's getting, I don't know if he's the first or the last, but how is the black dude getting penalized when supremacy has been the status quo on the books for many years? Supposedly. <laughs> That's... It it puzzles me. It doesn't puzzle me. It bothers me that my my biggest critique about police not being a part of the arm, but police in and of themselves, is that I never hear police officers even speak about a officer being dead wrong. He or she should not have done that. That is dead wrong. And I know that's against the party line, against the blue wall, but. That's why I have a rift. That's why I got a rift against them because they never cop to that was wrong. That officer was wrong. There are a few, few, few cases where you'll see an officer being corrected by other officers. Few cases. And oftentimes, if they do it publicly, you can guarantee they're fired. Guarantee they're fired. Especially if they're the black ones. All the black ones that I've seen that have spoken out against police brutality saying that it's wrong. There are better ways to do policing. There are more effective ways that are in line with our Constitution and in line with what we swore an oath to. Fired. 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 Pension denied and all sorts of... But you can shoot, shoot a black dude in the back. In the state of Wisconsin here, there's an officer who killed three people. Killed three people under one uh one city's jurisdiction and now he's moved out to another city and in the same position another police officer and he's got three people that he killed so far even if even if oh like i said on my job if i if i did my job according to the letter and three people were killed, I would not have my job. Even if I did nothing wrong, absolutely to the letter of the book, absolutely right, there is no way I can keep my job because at the very least they would say, you're not good at this job. People keep dying around you. We can't afford to risk that in your interaction with the public. But in, in, that, in that arm, they let them go. Man, it's that was, you know, no fault of your own. Like, yo, let's and even to take a step apart from that, let's say psychologically, I think that if you can kill three people in in a non-combat setting and not have something wrong with you psychologically and not have yourself be impacted psychologically, something's wrong. You should be evaluated at the very least, and you should definitely not be doing that same job. But he is. <laughs> and it's insane. And this the guy I'm talking about, he's a black dude. But maybe he's he's the type of black dude that, you know, feels his job is hard because he has to make sure ghetto niggas don't get shot and stabbed. Yeah, lots of unpack, a lot of thoughts, and I'm pretty sure you'll hear about this from me many, many more, many more times. Hopefully, I'll have a a good resolution as I process what what it actually means. So, just just that hypocrisy still. Ah, all right. 
please walk Sparky for me? No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.